All right. I'm really excited for this one. It is Saturday, the day before. All right. I'm really excited for this one. It is Saturday night, uh, the day before the first Sunday of the 2022 NFL season. And in this short video, I'm going to show you how to use SaberSim to squeeze every last bit of edge out of your NFL DFS process. Before we dig in, though, I just want to say, if you're just getting started, you're going to learn something from this, but this video is really for the players who deeply understand the qualities that go into winning lineups and have a process for getting those lineups from an optimizer. If that's you, you're going to love what you hear. Um, if it's not, again, don't tune out. This isn't going to be that long of a video, uh, but just keep that in mind as we go along. So the process for building good lineups with, or just lineups in general, really, with any optimizer is pretty similar. You start by establishing the ground rules. You review the lineups you get. You adjust the rules and try again. And you're just continuously refining it until you get to something that you like what you see. You feel like this is okay. These lineups are pretty good. And I'm not saying they're perfect, but you're happy with what you see. And then from there, it's all about tweaking and, and tinkering to just get it dialed in just the way you want. And this is making your lineups go from good too great. It's where you're really adding uh, your unique skills and insights to the process and getting an edge. Uh, because as you move up in stakes, all the players have the fundamentals down, or most of the players have the fundamentals down. And it's these kind of things at the end that will help separate you. When you're just starting out, play the contest where you don't need to go to crazy extent to get an edge on the field. Uh, again, just pick the right field. We've got other videos that go into contest selection and how to do that. For this one, I'm going to try to stay as focused as I can. And really, the, the problem that Saberson is solving is that with traditional optimizers, you have to give a ton of instruction up front before you get something good enough to run with. With Saberson, we've built a smart optimizer that speeds everything up so you can spend more time on those details at the end that really matter, that really give you your edge. I want to make this as practical as possible, so I'm going to jump right into the app and to show you how to do this with SaberSim. And again, this is not some um, process that applies across the board exactly what I'm doing to everyone watching. It's like, I want you to adapt your process to this tool. And it's not in a way where you have to throw out everything you've learned and, and develop with your experience. I'm just gonna give you a way to streamline it and make sure that you're using your time, investing that time where it has the biggest impact. So the first thing you want to do is you don't need to just come in and tell us absolutely every little thing that we do because we have a smart optimizer behind the scenes that I'm going to talk about in just a minute that really speeds this up for you. And so what you want to do first is narrow down the pool pretty quickly. And so these are the, the blanket rules you know you want to apply. You're not looking at individual players. You're not adjusting exposures and, and kind of small tweaks like that. You're trying to find, are there any games, any teams I don't want any of at all? And then you're excluding them. Are there any rules I want to apply to choose who is eligible in my player pool? You can adjust your, your player pool and get that dialed in in future steps. But because of the stuff that's coming in these next steps, you don't need to do as much of it. So you don't want to have, you don't want to come in out of the gates with every little last change, because a lot of those you just won't have to make because we agree with you and we're already doing it for you. So the one thing, honestly, like what I do is, I'm not saying this is the best play, but I'm someone who I feel like I have more 
technical edge rather than um, handicapping edge. Like I'm not getting a good feel for coaching strategies and, and who the right plays are and everything else like that. I'm more thinking about lineup construction principles and, and, and that side of it. And so what I'm doing with my process is I'm finding ways to minimize the chance of big potential mistakes um, and get my edge from just building fundamentally sound lineups. And one of the ways that I can do that is by just saying, okay, I'm going to only show players with ownership more than 3%. Um, what this is going to do is say, if the field is only going to play a player less than 3% of the time, they're probably not a good play. And I don't have the skill to decide if I disagree with the field. So like, I'm just going to exclude those ones and, and kind of say, hey, you guys are probably right on these. Um, if you have more edge there, then you might not want to put this in place. So again, these are not blanket rules, but this is a kind of thing you should be doing. The things that are going to apply broadly to narrow down the pool, those more detailed refinements are going to come. From here, we're going to click build lineups and put in some other broad settings. We're going to choose the contests that we're playing. And this is where a lot of our power just comes together. And I'll talk about that in just a minute. Um, but don't worry about precision here. Um, if you're playing multiple contests, which most of us are, pick something in the middle of it. It doesn't need to be exact. This is just one more way to get, um, get us pointed in the right direction for what you're looking for. And based on this, we're going to adjust the defaults and put in smart defaults that you don't need to change. But if you have as part of your process, things you want to do differently here, put it in here. And um, min, own, max, own, don't need to set those if you do. What this would be is um, it's going to add up the ownership of all the players in each lineup and make sure that that is above whatever you set this minimum as and below whatever you set this maximum as. The things to pay attention to really at this part of the process is the number of lineups. That's how many lineups you're ultimately going to enter and the pool size. This is how many lineups we're going to build you. And, and having this bigger, uh, Let's just do a lot of cool things that we'll talk about in a second. But again, I'm just talking too much. I'm going to jump right into things. We're going to hit build. And so talked a lot about smart optimizer. I've talked a lot about how we're doing so much under the hood and everything else. But what makes our optimizer smart? And really, it all starts with our sims. So to create our projections, we're simulating every single game thousands of times, play by play. And this gives us two incredibly important things. First, a player's true range of outcomes and second, how those players are correlated with other players in their game. And this matters because with traditional optimizers, you're relying on a player's average performance to decide who to play. But you don't actually care about average performance. You care about the games where they go off if you're playing GPPs. And two players with very similar average projections can have very different ceilings. Beyond that, you also don't want to just jam in the nine players with the highest ceilings in your lineup because you're not looking for that. You're not trying to pick the, the nuts. You're not trying to make the perfect lineup. You're looking for a lineup with a combination of players most likely to get you a big score that has a chance at winning. And the way you do that is stacking. And you can either do that manually by setting tons of rules and groups and everything else like with a traditional optimizer or by just telling us that, hey, I'm playing a big GPP and we know what to do and how to factor in correlation and ownership and the range of outcomes and all those factors together to build you good lineups. And this is all done because we actually built a custom optimizer that takes all of our unique data 
and adjusts it accordingly um, to get you to a great starting spot to build on. And so from here, um, to, I kind of want to show you what I mean. The easiest way to see that is by clicking stack types. This is actually going to get cleaned up over the next few days, really. Um, secondary, that just means this is at least two players from the same game um, without the quarterback from that game. Um, and then QB is just kind of more traditional stacks. So you saw, like, I didn't put in any sacking rules. I didn't put in any groups. I didn't do anything. And my 150 lineups, I've got some pretty good stacks. I'm not saying these are the perfect stacks, um, but if you were to do this in a traditional optimizer without putting anything in there, you would probably have like 70% or more lineups without any stacks, especially on like a main slate. And that's has no chance in a GPP. And that's why you've got to go back in and program so much just really basic instruction to get to this spot. And so once we're here, it's not at all that we're done. It's that we got to a spot where we can just dial things in way faster. And this is where we're adding our edge. And so what do we actually do here? This is where I talk about reviewing and adjusting. And this is, again, where experience comes in because it's more art than science. There's not some exact step-by-step -step process I can teach you for what to do here. It's based on what you found through your experience. Um, we're going to put out more videos on how to develop this experience yourself. But I'm also going to talk about a few things just like point you in the right direction. So wherever you're at, we're going to help you out. But what you're looking for at first is just starting with the big picture before worrying about the individual players. And if you like the exposure and everything else, make sure you like the stacks that we're giving you. Make sure we've got like the game stacks, the team stacks, all of that. Like, look at this higher level stuff, because if we're off on this, the adjustments to the individual players don't matter. Uh, get the big picture right, and then worry about those details. And so, if you had disagreements here, what you would do is, if there's, you would really just plug it in. Um, if you want to lower exposure of a certain stack type, um, you could just say, I actually want at least 50% of my lineups to have this QB plus two and then one on the opposing team. Change the minimum exposure to 50. And because we built that pool that I was talking about before, we don't have to build a new lineup to get that. We're going to search through this pool of 500 lineups and see if there's 150 where half of them, at least half of them, have a QB plus two with one on the other team uh, for a stack. So what you're looking for is, okay, can I make enough adjustments here to just get it to look like what I'm what I'm happy with? If yes, awesome. Keep switch over to the players and keep making adjustments there. If not, what's going to happen is I'll try to force this in right now. Um, if you try to put in something that we can't find, we can't match in your pool, you'll get this message. And this is something else that we're we're really going to improve in the coming. Uh, updates probably next week um hit keep editing and keep making these changes until you're if we met if we met everything that you put in here you would be happy with it and then what you're going to do is click send exposures that's going to send all of the adjustments you made here back to the projection screen you can then start a new build with those exposures as inputs 
And when we know that up front, we know that, hey, this is what you're looking for. We're able to match it if it's possible or at least get very close. But the reason you don't tell us that up front is really there's two. One, it's hard to know exactly this kind of thing. I think this is where people often have put too much precision into something that's just hard to predict. Um, but that's kind of a side point. But the other part is a lot of what you may feel like is important is something we're going to give you anyway. So you don't have to just micromanage every detail when we already know what to do in a lot of the cases. And so the other part, going back to what I was saying is like, don't make too many assumptions early is because this is a smart optimizer and it's really understanding what makes lineups good and what makes lineups have a real shot at winning. You want to drive the show. You want to tell us where to go, but we've got some good tips along the way too. And so we're kind of a good copy in that sense. So listen to us and see, Hey, I might not have played this. Let me check out um, some of these stacks, see what those lineups look like. Cause maybe, maybe I do want some of them. So it's again, not starting with, with too strong of assumptions up front um, until you actually see what you're going to get and do some research too. Um, because like I was saying, as a co-pilot, we might say, Hey, uh, you might've wanted that, but this is what we're thinking. And it's pretty different. We could be wrong. Like you're the expert. This is just a computer program that we've put a ton of effort into and they're constantly improving, but you're the expert. Um, so keep in mind what we say, use that to inform your research, but ultimately your opinions that you come up with, uh, through that process are what's going to shape this. And once you have those down, make your adjustments. If you can do it within the pool, stay here. If not, send it back to the projection screen, do a new build, then get into those details and dial it in. And the more precise you're trying to get, the more likely it is you might have to go through a couple rounds of sending it back and starting over from scratch. Um, that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just, again, saying, all right, like right, you've made enough changes where those initial assumptions we had in mind need to be adjusted. So let, let's start over again. Um, but you're not starting from scratch. You're now then moving the starting line to where you just were at. So a lot you can do here, a lot of things to look at. I said I would cover uh, things for people who might not know where to get started on. I don't have strong opinions. I don't know what stacks I should have. And it's realizing that you don't, there's no right answer. Again, that goes back to the more art than science. Don't feel like you have to change every little thing because you don't. The things that if you are just getting started with, you should focus on is really just jumping to the details because we're going to get a good enough spot on the big picture that if you don't know where to begin with there, like you could do more harm than good messing with it. But where you can add a lot of value is on the details of just looking for the outliers. As you have more experience, outliers is going to take a different form of like outlier stacks. Like, oh, this seems like a lot of that one. And you're going to have a much better feel for what outliers are, like what the, the real goal should be, or at least the direction it should be pointing. But if you're just starting out and don't have a clear idea, and honestly, like even if you're more experienced, but might be more technical like I am, look at ownership. This is how much exposure we expect the field to have to a player. And if we are significantly over on that, that's not to say it's wrong, but that's just to say, hey, we're taking a real stand here. Should I be doing that? Um, that's, again, pretty subjective. 
But a couple of easy ways to do is we don't need to complicate this. We don't need to start digging into stats and to try to predict his performance ourselves. Like we can listen to a few podcasts, um, watch some YouTube streams and see what other people are saying. Uh, just really just go through, take some notes down of the players that stand out to you, gather some other opinions, make your adjustments. It doesn't have to be complicated and you don't have to just change everything. Focus on the outliers, focus on the big picture first and just keep dialing it in until you feel like you don't know what to do next and then stop because you're going to be at a good spot because we really shortcutted that process for you. And then you can use that time to watch some of our other content to improve uh, and level up some of those skills so you can go a little bit deeper. But you don't, again, have to go infinitely deep and you don't want to let perfection be the enemy of good. Uh, with art, like you know what bad art is and what good art is, at least broadly speaking. And if you're watching this, you know what a good lineup is and what a bad lineup is. But what makes it great, that's subjective. Like I've been talking about this whole time. There's no such thing as perfect. Like you're never going to be able to just like keep improving and improve it. So it's, this is the best my lineups could ever possibly look. And going there is going to take a crazy amount of time. With football, you've got a lot of time to build your lineup. So if you enjoy that process, like don't hesitate to, to, to tinker for a while and just really get it precise. But if you feel like, wait a second, I don't like, I'm just changing random things and I don't know what this is actually doing. That's when you should stop. Um, and you don't want to just get so far into the weeds that you lose sight of what you're actually doing. Um, and so it's really better to just keep it simple, focus on what you do best and go from there. If you have any other questions about this, just let me know. You can always reach out to us um, from help right here over in Discord, um, which we've got our whole team in there answering questions. There's a bunch of other uh, subscribers in there who can also help out and answer questions. We also have office hours every weekday at 2 p.m. Eastern, which is a live stream hosted by Jordan, our head coach, and he answers all the questions that come up during that uh, and gives it a more interactive thing that you might be able to get just from support or in discord. But I hope that in watching this, despite my ramblings, despite uh, kind of the, the excitement that I have at some of these things, because I really do feel like it changes a lot. I hope you see how this is not about making DFS easy. It's not DFS is going to take work, but a lot of that work is unnecessary and you only have to do it because you're using the wrong tool for the job. SaberSim was purpose-built for what it takes to beat DFS today. Hope this shows how to do it. But again, any questions at all, you can always reach out. Good luck.